Hey, welcome to another episode of BNB Podcast where we experts of nothing. Nothing. I'm Bruce. Will. G Man. Brian. And we come to you guys with another episode, another topic on, you know, everyday things and different lifestyles and whatever else we can drum up that comes across our mind that we, you know, just want to come across and just give a give you guys our humble opinion. So gents, Turkey Day is over. Christmas is upon us. Next thing you know, it'd be the new year. Y'all motherfuckers another year older. Mm. <laughs> like, yo, what's good? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what y'all got planned? Not a damn thing. I ain't got nothing planned. Just just working. Just work and work. Yeah. Just so work, bro. It's New Year's at your house this year, right? What 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 happened? So it's New Year's at your house this year, right? Oh. Absolutely. New Year's right. at my house. All right, be partying. Partying at Will's house. Absolutely. <laughs> Will's going to be asleep. I don't know what Absolutely. Nah, New Year's going to be at my house. That's what's up. Will, yeah, gonna yeah be, we can do that. Uh, as long as you got a couch, I'm going to be sleeping. Just nah, I don't, I don't, I don't do guests. Well, All right, then. Nine hour, o'clock. I'm, take some five-hour energy. You're good. No, I'm good. Exactly. I'm good. Nah, catch me in the bed. <laughs> no, no. I won't catch you in no goddamn bed. What's you? I tell you what. Call me at 12.01. Nah. I wake up. <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I'm good. What do you mean you're good? Sleep in a car. Just ain't got it no more. No, it's New Year's, bro. You be taking shots. I'm good. Yeah, nah. Might, might have you smoke a blunt. I, yeah. I, nah. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Nah. Give Will your gummy. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I, just, I honestly, my New Year's res, my thing now is oh, I just need rest. I want rest. Rest when you die. Exactly. Pretty much. That's what they say. But get all the rest you need. Exactly. It catches up. It catches up quick. You rest every day. No, I don't. You don't do nothing all day. <laughs> Just stop getting up at five in the morning for no reason. Four thirty. For what? Catch a train. I, you get up four thirty in the weekend too. Yeah. Habit. Nah, that's sports habit. Okay. Okay. So. You know, we established New Year's at Willie's. We get up four thirty in the morning. <laughs> Jerry on a road to a million. <laughs> Brian, we ain't got shit popping. We ain't got a damn thing. Exactly. Man, damn let's... thing. All right, bro. Let's get into this topic this right. uh, this week. Will is on you. Bro. All right. What's the topic? So, good evening. Um, today's top. Uh, so to say this evening's topic is raising kids. Um. Should I raise my kid if I'm uh, well off? Should I just spoil my kid or should I make them earn their living, their keep? I'm going to start with Jerry. This is an easy-ass one. Let them earn their keep. They're going to be spoiled brats if they know they got that money coming. All they got to do is just, hey, daddy. Nah. Might even be a young girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. No, my opinion, you got to put them to work. You got to make them appreciate what they have so that hopefully they'll keep the brain going once you're gone. Because otherwise, what the fuck are you doing it for? I mean, most people, when they build up something, especially get to the point where you're creating a brand or a dynasty, something like that, you usually you're doing it to pass it on to the next generation so they can keep it going and possibly make it even bigger than where you got it to. Generational wealth. But you can only do that by making them appreciate what they have, making them work for it, learning to understand whatever business or industry that you're in, 
and hope that they have interest in it to continue it on. I mean, you want to be like a, a Philip Morris or something like that. Okay. How about you, Bruce? Um, this is kind of close to the heart for me. Um, because <laughs> this comes back to the way I was raised. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's, that's the show, right? <laughs> there. Cut it, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I mean by that is, you know, um, my parents always preached to me and my siblings, you know, um, the job is to make it make it so your kids have it better than you and that not as it doesn't have to necessarily means wealth it could just be um setting a, a great example being that role model um setting a great foundation giving them opportunities that you didn't have mm-hmm. so that you can continue passing it on and raise outstanding citizens instead of, you know, someone that's out here, you know, searching for direction. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was wealthy on great foundation. Millionaire. I'm a millionaire on values. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, that's the generational wealth that, you know, uh, my family passed down It's great values and direction. So I think if you have that, um, that's the starting point to where down the line you can just continue um, building and building and building so that you don't have those. um, Well, you can teach the next one to easily navigate the pitfalls of life. All right. Um, To uh, spin off on your... um my family values. Were Please very... don't say you was raised like me because you wasn't. No, no, no. <laughs> you're right, and and you're a hundred percent right. Um, my mom and dad were uh, were raised. Um, like I said, my mom and dad were raised for down south. Um, they didn't have a whole lot. Um, as they accumulated and stuff, they kind of with me and my family. They kind of uh gave us my mom pretty much gave us uh a lot of the stuff that we needed well everything that we needed and a lot of the stuff that we wanted so for me um my outtake on life was you know don't get me wrong i still work for mine but just because um i want to teach my and i have a daughter now um so just because i want to teach my daughter that uh you know, you have to work for yours too. But at the same time, I do, I was raised that you always do better or give better or however you want to say it, better off, you were better off than what you were raised on. So I still follow those principles of, you know, um, building on the foundation and everything else. But I still want to give my daughter some of the things that she likes and some of the things that she wants. Just to uh, further, so she uh, follows that trend of, you know what, um, I'm going to do better than what my parents did for me. Um, Does anybody know what he just said? Um, I mean, I, I know how Willie speaks. Thank you. So. I have no idea what he just said. Okay, please translate. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I asked that question. You asked me. 
before we started. All right. So um, we had a conversation previously before we got into this podcast. So, uh, Mr. Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, the convers- The question was, mm-hmm. um, if you were well off, um, would you leave the money for your children or would you let them work for it and earn it, their keep? Or well, their riches. Okay. Obviously, I'm not going to leave it for somebody I don't know. You know, like, that wealth, you know, if I did have wealth, you know, would trans would obviously go towards the offspring and family and all that. But I'm not just going to, here you go, you know, as soon as I die, you better off. Like, to me, the incentive is for me to just kick the bucket as soon as possible. No, so if if I if I was in that kind of position, I I'll put in my will, like yo, such and such need to work like <laughs> a forty hour, you know, job or something for like three years before you even get a dime. You know, like you gotta you gotta you gotta bust your ass a little bit, you know, because you gotta understand the value of dollar, um, because it doesn't come easy, you know, so. I have no problem with transferring or bequeathing wealth for what you want to call it. It's just like I don't want that to be taken for granted, and I see, I think it's too easy to be taken for granted. And, and and also you gotta look at like you know, like you know the wealthier you know people who have established you know generational wealth, you know. They're spoiled, but they actually do work. They actually go to school. They actually work in daddy's stores. You know, they, you know, they out there opening the store, closing the store. They, you know, they're not just sitting on their couch waiting for you know that you know, that money to come in. Inheritance. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So you, you got to do something. You know. Okay. I mean, I pose that same question to you, Brian. What was the question? Generational wealth. If I had, if you were well off, would you leave your inheritance to your kids, or would you make them earn their keep? Both. Meaning that <clears throat> when I die, I'm going to leave it to somebody. So obviously, you want it to be your family, but at the same time, while I'm still here. I'm going to make them understand what it took to get where we are. And you're going to appreciate what it took to get for us to get to where we're at. And you're not going to take advantage of it or you're not going to neglect it or not take it serious because then I will wind up giving it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take my ship and just sink this motherfucker that I worked so hard to build and then keep afloat, then no, nah, you're not getting a fucking dime of it. So You can go live with Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to come back to you on that, that statement you just made. Living um, with Bruce? That too. <laughs> that too. Uh, Bruce, what's your opinion on that question? My opinion on it is um, I think people take that saying, slogan, make it better for your for yours than what you had it. A lot of people equate that to materialistic things just to give them because 
they may not be able to provide it for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I believe my pain is the intent is to reward your kids for the hard work they do so that they understand the true value of what it is. As you achieve uh, goals through life, I can reward you with things that I was not able to get instead of just, you know, I like to use the term buying your kid or being friends with your kid. Um, So if I had money, I would, a millionaire, I think it would be the same way. As long as you are achieving life goals, you will be rewarded for each accomplishment. And then if you're not achieving life goals and you're just relying on an inheritance, I believe you are, um, you're not setting a great example of just giving. What what, what if your kid is a bum? Some some kids are just bums. If if your kids, then you get what comes with a bum. You'll wind up living with Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I just want to address that part of it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, 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 There's no vacancies at Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) You mean get a a charitable one. (laughs) (laughs) There's no vacancies at Bruce House. So um, so I just want to uh, come back to uh, Brian made a statement of, you know, my my thing is this. I I got a question for you, Brian. And just you said that... um, you know, you give them the inheritance or whatever. But what if your kid's dream isn't your dream? You said working, you know, work for you or whatever, whatever, build, you know. What if the kid's dream is not your dream? He wants to take the money and invest in his dream. What do you say to that? Well, <clears throat> as long as the dream is something positive and constructive, like finance can help him finance his dream, I mean, help it come to fruition. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, do be do what I'm doing. You know, he might have his own ideas, have his own dream aspirations, want to go in a different direction. That's fine, as long as it's a sound plan, business plan, life plan, whatever. Then yeah, I'll, I'll invest in it. Um, if it's something stupid or whatever, then you know that's that's. But, when you hit him with the "Hey, love," like, uh, no, my brother, you you, you got to get your own. <laughs> what do you say to that, Terry? No, my my life is my life. I can't expect people that follow me, you know, or my my offspring or whatnot, to have the same aspirations. Um, but like Bruce would say, it's how you raise, right? So if I know that somebody's goal is to be, you know, number one YouTuber, you know, or influencer now in, in the social media world, if that person's working at it, where you know they they making plans and all that, and you know, making sketches and you know, playing the part and fine, but if they think they're gonna just do that by shooting themselves with their with their cell phone, you know, eating some in restaurants and stuff and it's like now nah, you you gotta put in some work. So 
Yeah, you just got you got to put in some work. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. You got to put in the work. Period. Because nothing comes easy. And I think that's the value needs that should be taught. It's like you got to work hard at it. Well, well, Willie, what are you gonna do with your fortunes? Mm-hmm. All oh. of them. I don't have fortune. <laughs> That's first. First and foremost. But for me, um I, I'm my like I said, my mom and dad raised me to always do better or give better than what I had. So for me it's listen, um I try to teach my daughter the right way to handle things, try to raise her right. And when my demise does come it's hers. Whatever she do with the kingdom is on her. I can't tell you what to do after I'm moved on in this world. Well, she can. No, I can't. I don't even tell you. That's what a will is. That's not what to do with it. <laughs> That's just telling her it's yours now. You got keys. Run with the it. A will can come with stipulations. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, for example, <laughs> like you know, you don't get this money to. You reach a certain age, or you don't get this money till you graduate college. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You can you can put stipulations on the will. Uh, what say you, Bruce? With all your fortunes, <laughs> <laughs> all your riches and gold. <laughs> so. <clears throat> We can tell by Jerry's com- comments who was raised right here and who wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a saying where I come from. Gimme got his hand broke fucking with his kin folks. What? The hell does that mean? Give me. Gimme? Got his hand broke fucking with his kin folks. Meaning, if you just want somebody just to give you things then you don't know truly know the value of hard work. If you just want to give your, your your kid whatever they want with no guidance or whatever, after your demise, how can you be comfortable that they're going to make great decisions? How do you know they're going to be a successful individual in life? I think that starts at a young age, even before you know your demise. On how you, like you say, however you make your bed is how you lie in it. You can't expect people to reach certain ages and start making great decisions. Come of age. <laughs> or, or, you know, start acting right. You know, people have phases where they're immature. But usually when maturity set in, you you go back and you reflect on the teachings of, you know, Whoever you was raised, your parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, whoever was that influence in your life that set your foundation. So um, I don't I don't believe in giving anything because no one this world is not going to give you nothing. You know this. You know everything that you have to achieve, you have to work for. It comes with hard work, dedication, a plan. Um, there has to be, you know, some type of, um, some ethic, some work ethic yes, behind it. Something behind it instead of just here, because 
that that might be just as good as giving it to charity if they don't know what to do with it. And everything you you lived your life for working for, how can you be assured that they're going to do the same thing for theirs if they have one to pass on to? So um, that's why I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't go off the give. Wasn't it? I give you what you need. You work for what you want. So that way it would give, that's how I raised my kids. That's how I was raised. So it gives you a pattern of, okay, I, he's provided me the basic aspects of life. But if I want to do certain things, I know I have to go out and work for it to achieve it. Now, I will assist, like I said, as they um, reach life goals, conversations we had or expectations. But if you don't want to work, put the time in, um, then you want to get you want to get from it what you put into it. So you go to life just put nothing into it, you don't get nothing out of it. So why should I give you anything? That might be just as good as just donating to charity or flushing your money down the toilet. That's that's how I see it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the people I know that have have the ability to just here you go, you know, you're my kids or, you know, whatever. Take it, take it, take it. They're the they're the they're the most spoiled people I know. You know, they don't know how to they don't know what it is to struggle. Cause I think struggling gives you some character, you know, it gives you some backbone. Um because if you don't have that within you, then you really can't appreciate what you do have. And that's and I think that's the missing part is like you, you need to if you don't know what you have and you just get it, you never know what it is that you're missing because you never missed. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a character thing. So the most poor people I know are the people that they don't have to work for it. So I want to pose a question that you asked. I believe you asked Brian. I want to pose it to you. What if your kid have a different plan than what you have for them? How would you handle it? She does. Okay. So how are you handling it? Gotta take it for what it is. Um her plan, her my vision of her life is totally different than where I thought where what I thought I wanted for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want what I want for her. She wants something different. And Still trying to learn how to adjust to that. Um, how, you know, she wants different things out of life uh, than I wanted for her. I wanted her to go to school, you know, become that. <laughs> uh, back in, I wanted a lawyer. I'm about to say, don't doctor. tell me you couldn't do that route. What? You wanted to be a lawyer, a doctor? Yeah, of course. Mm. And then. She hits me with, "That's not my plan. I want I want to own school for dance." I'm like, "Okay, you know, doesn't sound bad." Well, like I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm learning to adjust. 
of the entrepreneur mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and my question to her was, okay, so how are you setting yourself up to achieve this goal? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's that was my question to her, and she said, well, I'm taking classes, uh, business classes. Obviously, she's doing all these type of dance classes and stuff. So, you know, it's a work in progress. And I'm trying, she's like, you know, I'm trying real hard to work towards that goal. That's what I want for me. I'm like, oh, okay. You know. So she wants to be the next Juilliard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, if she can. I don't know if it'll be. That high, but you shoot for the stars. I say you shoot for it. You know, yeah. shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, and hopefully, you know, you get there. So, uh, what if she says, you know, Daddy, you know, these are all my dreams. I just needed to sell the Maybach to help finance this. If I had the Maybach, <laughs> I, the Maybach would be gone. Um. As you, what about uh, from, the suits? What if she asked you to sell the suits? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> suits would be. Hey, I don't need a lot of suits. <laughs> um, what I what I learned in life is sometimes you know what you make sacrifices for the things you want. Okay, I got a <clears throat> I got a question for you. What's up? How old is your daughter? Sixteen. 17 next Saturday. Okay. 17. She's working towards it. She's 19 now. She's in college. Her focus is dance. And she made Ahmad. <laughs> After you started investing into her dream. Now Ahmad got her unfocused with a different dream. What do you do? You have a conversation with her, and then you start asking the questions, like because you know that's it's it's possible, I mean, no course. doubt. That's no real. Doubt. <laughs> it's that, definitely real. Um, do you defund her dream? No, not not even. You have <laughs> exactly, the conversation. Exactly what well, you, do. you can do that too. But me, I'm gonna have a con- a heart to heart conversation with her. Is what are we doing here? Um, she's 19. Her mind is made up already. She, she's changed, if, changed if course. If that's where the, the mind is definitely made up, then... Does she still agree, get the family? I have this? to agree with Brian. You, you, <laughs> de- you defund that dream. Like, hey, whoa. You know what? Um, Put that dream on ice. Let me, let me, let me go keep this Maybach, as <laughs> Jerry said. <laughs> well, I get rid of this Maybach. Um, now, I'm going to keep this. You go get your own. <laughs> so, so you know, what I'm saying is, you know... Um, but you know, like anything, you kind of know, you know, the maturity level of, of your children or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you kind of know if, if that's what they're really, is that, is that what their heart is pushing them towards? You know what I'm saying? Um, so before I, you know, before you go, like I say buck wild and trying to invest, you know, the bank, <laughs> as they say, in, 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 you know, your child's dream, you know, you want to make sure that this is where it's headed or this is where it's something that, you know, your heart is into. You know I mean, that at least that's, that's how I look at it. You know what, you know, you have children Bruce, mm-hmm. of your own. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? I experienced that. That's why I asked the question. Okay. 
um, basically how I handled it was okay. Kind of sort of what Brian said. Once you think your way is better than mine, you don't need me. You ain't got to follow my way. But if we sat down, we have a, a conversation on what we're going to do and, you know, understand people grow and get different interests. But Ahmad is here today. He may not be here tomorrow. So you want to make sure you want to throw away everything and refocus on Ahmad because and focus on Ahmad's wants instead of your wants. And hey, okay, no worries, I'm good. Man, well, I, I got another one behind you. Yeah. If he do the same thing, that means I can go on more trips now. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmad got the bad rap. You know uh, no, it's, it's not the. No, it's just you know I'm just using Ahmad as as an example. The reason why I ask you that because your kid is coming up. Yes, and you know with you trying to make it better for you, you know for your next one, it comes back to being real. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes our wants don't match their wants, mm-hmm. but you have to under, you have to basically have realistic wants. You can't choose a path for them. Your job is to take the training wheels so they can ride down the path, or pick them up from teach them how to walk so they can walk down the path. It's their life. It's their path. You just got to guide them through it. Hope they make great decisions as they're going down this path. No doubt. But we can't wait until we get to the crossroads and go, okay, train the wheels off. Make good decisions. It's true. It's true. You know, you're on your own. You got it. They may not know, you know, they may not know what to do. Then you have the boomerang effect. No, no. I mean, (laughs) but, 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 uh, to, to further your argument, um, but that's kind of how I was kind of raised where, my mom and dad kind of, they kind of guided me, gave me, you know, my mom, my dad gave me what I needed. My mom gave me what I wanted. This is the truth, you know. And when it came time to me to be on my own, get my you know, apartment, home with the with the wife, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, you're on your own now. Man up. So if she gave it to you, she didn't make you work for it. No, no, no. She's basically saying, here's the here's the end of the road. You got to figure this out on your own now. You you, you moved out. You and your you're married now. Mm-hmm. You moved out, you got your own apartment. Handle it. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed well, to do. At I know. That point, but yeah. what I'm saying is <laughs> Well no no. What I'm saying is there was no like you said, they just boom. That's pretty much what happened to me. Like, boom. No, I never said boom. I no, never said that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> boom. I never said that. <laughs> well, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yo, you know, um, you know, real real life sets in. And you got to learn to handle your business. Whether you like it or not, it's your business now. Yeah, because um, once you got married, your way is now better than their way. Yeah. They're not, they're not supposed to, you know, you decide, you know what, I'm grown. I'm doing grown men stuff. I'm going grown, grown people stuff. They're not here to take care of grown people. They're here yeah. to take care of their kids and people get it mm-hmm. um, fucked up. Yeah. Excuse my language, but fucked up because they're always 
<laughs> Use my language. Yeah. Since when we don't curse on the show. I know, but you know, I try to keep it as clean as possible. I said I try. I said try, try, try. But like I was saying, people get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, because they never was told no. Now they're grown because they was always given, you know, what they wanted instead of making them earn what they wanted. That now they they want to do grown people stuff. They still looking for mama. Mm-hmm. And this is what, you know, you start having situations and, you know, in Jerry's sense, you know, I got to take you out. You got the family fortune because you ain't giving it to me no more. <laughs> now you got to go so I can get it because you stopped giving it to me. Has your daughter heard no, Willie? Yes. Lately. Lately. Yeah. No, no, no. It happened previously, too. But it's more prevalent now where uh, there's things that she wants. And I'm looking at her like, no, nah, I just, look, that's just not going to happen. As long as you live under this roof. Oh, so no. she want her boyfriend to move in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmad no, came early? No. <laughs> no, uh, there's no mod. It's, it's now to the point where, you know, she, she's part of this generation where, you know, these tattoos, these piercings and stuff. And she's like, well, I want this. And all and then I'm like, yo, listen, when you're 21 or whatever, when you decide to move out, sweetheart, it's all you. Said, but as long as you live under this roof, I'm sorry, I ain't happening. Just don't bring it here. That you ain't bringing that like home. A teenager to me, huh? that sounds like just being a teenager. You know, yeah, it is. But what I'm saying, but and, and right now she's at the point where, you know, she's got a job now. She's making her own money. Her <laughs> friends, same way, got a job now, making their own money. And you sit back and you start watching them grow, and, and the growth. But then they're still like immature about things. Of course. And so it becomes, you know, uh, a fight within the fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, you know, well, I know I want this. This is what I want. I said, yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's going to happen. What if she pay for with her money? Mm-hmm. Still say no. Uh, hey, look, you still come here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I get it. You have your own money. And I tell her, uh, do you. You have your money. You know what I'm saying? Spend it the way you want. But that is not going to happen in this household. Yeah, but having your own money doesn't like, mean you know what I'm saying? Just the like, rules of the house don't apply yeah, anymore. Just like just like with my mom and dad. When I was raised and I had my own job and, you know, had my little car, that ass better be in the house before curfew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. That's just, just as how it was. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, everybody was raised different. You know what I mean? Everybody. But for me, it, rules are rules. I, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, the rules are the rules. Mm-hmm. Rules are the rules. So you're saying there's no cookie cutter way to do it? I mean, nah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, every, I say. Cookie cutter way. <laughs> I mean, just one, just one way. No. Well, Hell no. When when did you become flexible as a parent? Not even in the same household. Huh? Hmm? I don't think not even in the same household is just one way, especially if you're talking about multiple kids. I mean, well, you guys, yeah, boy you and know girl. Better than I yeah. Sometimes your approach to each kid can't be the same way. Exactly. They have person different Because each kid might respond to the, the, the way you approach your oldest one 
might not necessarily get the same response from the youngest one. Might become the youngest one, the younger one, a different way than you came to the older one. That's true. That's very true. Because with my mom and dad came with me, it was, you know, <laughs> I got the ass whipping. Brother, on the other hand, it went a little more easier. You know what I mean? But uh, I think with me, I was I was more rambunctious and um against the grain. But my brother was more mellow. Kind of, you know, went, went with the flow of things. Mm-hmm. So actually, he wound up getting a lot more than I. <laughs> 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 so I, was, I would talk myself out of shit. <laughs> I was on the way to getting this, but then I acted this way, and I ain't getting this shit no more. And my brother would just be mellow, just going down the river, following the flow, and I'm like, this motherfucker's getting everything. So it was one way, just that you just ain't. That wasn't your way. No, it wasn't because the way they had to deal with me was not the way they had to deal with me. Exactly. My brother wasn't giving them the headaches yeah. I was giving them. Right. Different so, personality. No, no, no. It was one way. They just disciplined y'all differently. But, but you just said it differently. You just said it in your word. It wasn't one way. It was but it was one way of that, of one rules where he said there's rules. So I said, so there's, there's no cookie cutter way. So you have different set of rules depending on who you're dealing with. It's one set of rules, right? In your household, I, I did, did you, did you have a different? Um, did your brother have a different set of rules than you had? Uh, be honest. You ever, you know? You uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, rules it's, open, the same, it's open. I think, but the approach to well, or, or the way like, like you guys said, when you had to sit down and have a conversation with your kid, mm-hmm. the conversation they would have with, with me, they they went with a different conversation with my brother. I I I, I agree with Brian saying, but what I say is this. I go back to the black, the white, and the gray area. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were very black and white, but they let a gray girl for the brother, black and white with me. If you know what I'm saying. Um, there's lines drawn in the sand. You break that line, it's this. With my brother, it was a little, you break that line, all right, you got the gray area a little bit. Then you go to the, <laughs> you know what I mean, the hard, harsh. I'm saying so. So both of y'all are the oldest. Who's the oldest? Um, that me. Was the oldest. Yes. So well. Um. So so the difference was, mm-hmm. they raised y'all. They may have identified mistakes they may have made, and they may have corrected them with your with your sibling. It's possible. If that's how you want to look at it. You can't speak I for mean, them. But yeah, I, I think that's what's going on. You can't speak for but them. But yeah, that's, that's what I think was going on too. But. I mean, it happened with me. But. <laughs> you, you're not. You're the oldest. No. Yeah, I'm the oldest. You are the oldest. I'm the oldest. My mom was trying to be strict, but I I never was like I wanted to bend the rules. Nothing. My sister got away with murder, so to this day, my mom still makes up things like, "Oh, you used to sneak out the house." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about, mom? I never snuck out the house." Your sister's just a favorite. That's all. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that, that is isn't true. That is true. It go back to no, that. No, she's the favorite. There's, there's a double standard. No, no, no. She, no, she's the favorite. No, she just got away with it. She was, double sister standard. was in the club. I never been to the tunnel. My sister was in the tunnel. Mm. You missed out. <laughs> but, but 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 that sounds to me more or less too. That that's like a double standard too. Because you know what I'm saying. You, it's. It's like she's holding you accountable, but I'm going to ease up on the girl. 
uh, no disrespect. She she learned from her mistakes on the first one, and she adjusted on the second one. There was no mistakes with me. <laughs> or, or, or she made. I ain't gonna say mistakes. She but made no, it like okay, say, yeah, yeah. But I know you're the youngest. Uh, uh, exactly. You're, you're, so uh, I, you, I you was avoid. Treated, you also avoid number, a lot of them. You're number ten. Yeah. Number ten. Yeah. So I'm you ten avoid, of ten. You you got to see what happened with your brothers. And exactly. Like and I saw. You was like I avoided oh, the, no, my brother. Exactly. <laughs> I avoided the pitfalls that they did. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I straddled the line to where you know. You pushed the tolerance and was like, oh, okay. You followed the blueprint. See, I, I didn't have a blueprint. Mm. Exactly. That's what I said. Exactly. Use the trial by error. That's what I said. It was different. Use the trial by error. Your brother sat back and go, mm-mm. That's I've seen much. that before. That's, that's a little harsh. I don't know if I'm ready Exactly. So that's so, what happens. So, I mean, yeah, you know, basically, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, but growing up, you know what I mean? You, you watch that stuff and you're like, you know, do I want to repeat that? Okay, so do you think you turned out to be an outstanding citizen? Work in progress. Well, you're working progress. You're grown as hell. Life ain't over. Once. <laughs> Next. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying how I am. Do you? I, I think I'm a, I'm a constructive citizen of the world. Mm-hmm. I think I got a good moral compass. Okay, so. If you, when you and yours decide to have a kid, would you raise them the same? You know, I, I think that's a topic for a new, a, a different podcast because I think we're hardwired to repeat how we were raised. Mm-hmm. The intelligence is to weed out what what you what you've learned didn't work, and not to revert back to that. I think that's the the challenge of being a parent. Cuz these are the raise you to raise how you was raised. I don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how you feel about that? Uh, number 1, I'm a outstanding citizen. Okay. Uh, without question. Number 2, I kind of understand what Jerry was saying cuz we're talking about raising kids. <clears throat> would you raise them like how you were raised? Mm-hmm. And I would say, well, some of the stuff you would keep is what you felt worked. Mm-hmm. Like when you reflect on your childhood and the things you went through with your parents or whatever and the lessons that they try to teach you, the, one, the, the ones you feel worked, I think those are the ones you would repeat. The ones that you didn't feel worked or that you dealt with bullshit, then you would leave those out and try to figure out a new way on your own. Um, with, with me, well, I would want to raise them <laughs> more like I was raised. I guess, but I'm sure I'd get resistance from the other side. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's another. The, the, the other side is not as, as fire as brimstone that's, that's as I am when it comes to kids. You know, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more firm and more of like the tight grip mm-hmm. initially, and then loosen it as you as they earn the the loosen. Mm-hmm. But definitely very tight grip in the beginning. I don't think um, I'm in lockstep with, 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 with wife you on that. Uh, of course not. So the reason why I asked that question is because it's similar to you being the oldest and your your younger was younger one, um, your younger sibling, mm-hmm. on how it was treated. They saw what they did with you, looked to see what worked, 
what may not have worked, adjusted. And he did that with your younger siblings. But if the finished product turns out to be a great, outstanding citizen, why would you change? Agreed. Because some you're a bitch. No. It's not about being a bitch okay. or whatever. It's just some things um I wanna say it. Some things you felt were a little harsh than others. And but it molded you. Some but 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 the question is, mm-hmm. was it really necessary? Listen. You don't know that. Okay. Put it this way. As a kid, anything you may feel is harsh, in Jerry words, build your character. Help you deal with adversity. If you make everything for your kid easy, the first te- first chance of adversity, how would they know how to deal? No, I, I understand where you're coming from. But, but do you really? Yeah, but... Because... because to me, I see this. This is all ties into making it better for yours and what you have for the next one. Yeah. The world constantly changing. Yes, we don't have the the in-your-face racism, but it is in-your-face racism. Of course. You don't have this, a lot of the things that we have to deal with, mm-hmm. but they do, just on a different level and a different platform. There's more cyberbullying than physical bullying. True, true. So there's different pitfalls just in a different way. No, same pitfalls. But same, I'm sorry. Same pitfalls, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Different form. Exactly. Your parents raised you with a certain level of toughness that they thought that they needed to instill in you to help mold you to the product you are in today. So everything that you may feel is harsh. Like you said, you know your kid. No one knows your kid better than you. This is true. So I'm just curious in, in this because of the fact if you turned out into a great outstanding citizen, and I got a beef with Chris Carter if I ever meet him on the on the goddamn TV screen crying, talking about you was wrong, mama. You shouldn't have if you turned into a great outstanding citizen, how could you challenge how they raised you? Unless you was happen to be in a abusive situation. And use one of the lucky ones that got away and someone else helped mold you into an outstanding citizen. But if your parents raised you with good values and to a great citizen, how could you challenge your upbringing and said it was too harsh? No, no, no. I, I'm not saying it was. Or a certain parts of it was too said, harsh. There's certain things that I believe were a little um, excessive. Okay. Well, you um, may not know the mindset they had. That's true. That's true. On why they did that. Sounds like you were a brat. Right. I want to say it. That's what it sounded like. I didn't <laughs> want to say it. I'm glad somebody else said it. Sounded like they didn't want you to have the Gumby haircut, and you went and uh, got it anyway. Uh, no, nah, actually, yeah. my mom helped me get the Gumby haircut. <laughs> I, I, I got shut down on the Gumby haircut. <laughs> the steps, the dye. I got, I got I shut down on the steps. I got, shut, I got shut down on all that shit. Uptown, downtown, all that uh, all that other stuff. <laughs> I, got, I got shut down on EST, everything. all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, the only thing I could have was the but, afro on the face. You know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like um, I'll say this, 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 you know what I'm saying, like uh, I, I was raised in you know parents from the south, but whipping was, you know what I'm saying, um, 
common. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hit with a switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? Um, so you thought that was excessive? No, no, no. That might not have been excessive, but but I feel like some of the, sometimes I put it this way, like you said, uh, you change. Well, you would, you change with the times, mm-hmm. and sometimes, like right now, I don't believe I have to <laughs> um, beat my daughter. It, there's no, um, I'm she's 16, going on 17. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's too late now. I say, have you beaten her though? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if she go back. She may say the same thing you said. But I only did it one time. Why? She only did one thing wrong. No, that was the one time that I had to do that. After that, it was never had to do that again. Mm-hmm. It was. But see, nowadays, you know what I'm saying? You know, like you said, you know your kids. Mm-hmm. So I know what to take away. You know what I'm saying? To 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 have that same effect. You know, there's no need for me to sit there. You know what I'm saying? But back in the day, you know, my mom and dad was hit first, asked questions later. You know what I'm saying? Um, not saying it was right. I, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember if, to be honest with you, I can't remember if uh, the crime or whatever I did deserved that. But that's how it was. And it wasn't just mom and dad beating you it was open season um took a village to raise a kid right so if somebody caught you doing something wrong it was what it was but but it's funny how those cut you off in, mm-hmm. in that time frame at least for me the spankings or whatever you want to call them the ass ones whatever didn't feel wrong yeah that's it, it was saying. just like a part yeah. of your childhood you knew if you crossed a certain amount of lot certain yeah. line yeah you was gonna get that ass whooping and it's funny, it didn't feel wrong. Like you just knew that's that's mm-hmm. the way it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you let society tell you it was wrong? No. I just feel maybe sometimes. Because, like I said, you look at it, like you said, I guess they knew their kid. Um, maybe I did deserve that. But if my brother turned around and did the same thing and he like, didn't get beaten as hard as I did, it's like. So it's a matter of who got it worse. It's like, oh wait, he did the same thing. It's the same effect. But you older, you knew better. Yeah, exactly. How? Wait, no, 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 (laughs) no. It wasn't older. I knew better. It's, it's he's younger. He should know better because I already went through it. No, no, no. You supposed to look out for your little brother. You knew better. So that's why you got it more. You let him do that because you got it, and you wanted to see if he's gonna get as worse as you did. I wasn't even there, and I can know exactly what you did. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That's funny. No, because that's funny you bring up the beatings, because topic for another conversation we're going to have, because my daughter asked me, actually said to me, um, do I believe beating your kids come from the slave mentality? Mm. I mean, yes. Okay. Um, you say yes. I, I, I don't. I don't believe so. But you know, I understand why you say that because, like Brian said, you was a spoiled little kid. <laughs> you, you, you just think you just wanted to do you, and they was just supposed to provide for you. Those were not my exact words. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not. I wasn't spoiled. No, by by, honestly, I wasn't spoiled. I got some of the things I want. Some of the things I wanted, yes. 
Not everything. Okay. Did they make you work for it or they gave it to you? Um, I had to keep my grades up. What's up? Um, Did you have more than a B plus average? Uh, not in one subject across the board. No. No. Did you have a B average? Yes. In what? Everything. Okay. Except for freshman year. That was the only year that I kind of. Was you in summer school every year? Never. <laughs> Except <laughs> at, at one year. One year. I went See? To, uh, I'm sorry. One year. One year. That's it. One year. Okay. Other than that, but all my grades, like I said, I kept my grades up. You know, I had a job, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, once I got to the point where my mother helped me get a job and stuff. So it was, you know, all right, you can go get your own now. We, you don't need us to take care of you so much as, you know, this will teach you. Because my mother was big on, you know, you keep your money. You earned it, you keep it. You know, some people were raised different. Some people were raised different. Some people were raised, you know, they got to give their mom some money and stuff like that. You know, everybody's different. So I did. Well, I didn't have to do it. I do that with my kids. I don't. If you want something, you you got money, you pay for it. T- to me, it ta- it starts the process of them learning responsibilities. So when they get out on their own, they know how to budget and, and set the tone. I didn't ever have to do it. But when I first went out to do it, I struggled because I never had to. Mm-hmm. So that's what I say. I take from the success and the failures to try to mold. So if I just kept it the way my parents raised me, when they get out, how can I expect them to know how to budget and be responsible if they never did it? And I held it. I, I like my son here now. He wanted Hulu and Disney Plus. I ain't want it. You want it, you pay for it. The first of every month, they give me that fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he's not on the four, if it's not on the first, I charge him a late fee. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I, I that's as it. real as it gets. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Exactly, it's as real it. as it gets. You know, but I'm not. I was, but I'm not killing him. No, I'm no, just, no. just, just for that little fourteen dollars. He knows that it's just draining his mind. Okay, it helps. It helps him with, like I said, taking responsibility, keeping his credit straight. Mm-hmm. Making it a focus, so that when he do leave, okay, I know I got to pay this. I know I got to pay this. I know I got to pay this, and it just starts the process. To me, it's a life lesson. It's not something to hinder no, or, or harm. I, I but it. some people will feel that as, oh, that was excessive. No, it's not this. Is mm-hmm. No, it, I'm just saying. Is it, but, is it, is it really necessary? That's what's called a teachable. Is moment. it really necessary? Yeah. Of course it is. No. It absolutely, it's a teachable uh-huh. moment yes. for me because the, the, it is necessary. what he's no. learning right now. No, that's is something not he's going to be able to apply in I real mean, world application. I'm going to have bills, you, you no doubt. But is it what I'm saying is I didn't have to do that. Well, I know I had to pay bills when I got out my own stuff, but I didn't do that when I was growing up. You struggled in the beginning. No, never with bills ever, okay. ever. <laughs> but once wait, 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 wait. okay, I can break it down to even further to make it. The, the point clearer. Are you going to buy your daughter a car before you teach her how to drive? No. So My dad did, though. The same principle. My father did. Was that a good move? 
Obviously, he wasn't because he's still not a good driver. Yeah, no. I'm he, a he's, great driver. No, you're not a great driver. <laughs> I just you, don't drive as fast. You, you're not a good driver. Some people. But yeah. that's another argument. <laughs> but, it, but, it's been, but my whole point of saying that was that <laughs> Bruce is teaching his son about money. All right. Yeah. The value of money, how to manage money, because now he knows he has to save up $14 every month if he wants to continue to keep watching Hulu and, and Disney+. Plus. So he knows now he can't go, the money he gets, he can't go spend it willy-nilly. And then come the first of the month, he go to click on Marvel and all of a sudden it says, you know, you have to subscribe to this <laughs> to, to this application if you want to watch it. He's going to be like, what happened? Dad, why ain't Disney Plus on? He's like, I'm still waiting for my $14. Damn. I knew I shouldn't have bought that toy or whatever because I had this, this this bill coming up. That's okay. teaching financial responsibility. I'm a I'm gonna come from a different point of view. You said, is it necessary? Yeah. You said no. Absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. And let me explain why. The same thing you complain about, not just you, but other people complain about about how we wasn't raised with financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can't reject it and then complain about it later. And said, what's it worth it? Anytime you learn something, it's worth it. You can learn. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me finish. All right. No one learns sitting on the sideline. That's not necessarily. It's rather, okay, well, I put it this way. I rather my kids be ahead of the game instead of chasing the game. There's, There's no need for them to chase. Right now, they they don't have nothing else. He don't have nothing else going on. His only responsibility is to go to school, get good grades. So during this process of him higher educating himself, I'm taking the opportunity to teach him financial literacy, even though it's on a smaller scale, but you build off it from there. Is it necessary? For me, Yes. Because most of us end up with bad credit. And then we chasing, trying to get our credit back up. We chasing on how to learn how to budget and putting ourselves in situations where you're getting that, don't catch me in, in the street notice, and you're behind. So to me, it's a necessary step so you can learn how to stay ahead of the game instead of chasing. Okay. Like I said, I'm not always right. Uh-uh. But, you know, you said you know, that like I said, I didn't have to do that. My parents never did always, that to me. I'm always right sometimes. <laughs> this, you know, different methods and procedures. Right. For everything. Like I said. Every process is but, the same. Like you said, everybody knows their kids. That's true. Okay? That is true. And you said the topic of the conversation is make it better than what you had. Yes, it. yes, yes. That was one of the things my dad, oh, my, my just not my dad, my parents spoke to me about but they never really enforce it that I wish they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now I took the opportunity, like you, you said, to use it to give my kids better than what you had, better than what I had. It doesn't always have to, once again, it doesn't have to be monetary. Yeah. It's just going to be the jewels, the game, get them basically on that path quicker. So where, like I said, once they get on their own path, those training wheels been off. They can just skip through it, and mm. and whatever adversity comes through, they know how to navigate past it instead of trying to deal with it in real time. Mm-hmm. To me, 
that's the greatest wealth you can give. Money come and go. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. You know. Terry, anything to add? Look, you got to, you know, not just wealth, but educational wealth, monetary wealth. Like, these are all lessons that need to be learned at some point. So why not get the head start? You go to head start, right? That's kindergarten (laughs) anyway, right? To learn how to be social and all that, to know how to say thank you. Like, you do that at such an early age because... They're getting you ready for the world. That's that's something that you could be taught at home too, though. Oh yeah, you will be. You should be but taught at home that. But <laughs> these are these are like these. Like it, you can go to school and, and get honors programs, right? Honors honors classes. You don't have to take them, but why is it that look as a better thing than somebody who just went and took regular physics? But this guy took honors physics. You know, the transcript, it looks better on the transcript. Why is that? Because you were given a a lesson that prepared you for something more advanced, something more, more to come. So why not take that initiative to learn these things before you are supposed to know it? If it's not a detriment to your overall learning or, you know, growing in general. You know, I, I think it's, it's just... I understand where you're coming from, where, like, you know, because I was always a good student. I didn't have to pay for things. My mom gave me allowance, whatever. But when it was time for me to start paying my bills, it was tough. And I'm like, why am I struggling when I know I'm not going crazy? And it just is because that that literacy wasn't instituted early enough. So it felt it was a muscle I didn't get to exercise. And you know, I felt I felt those woes, unfortunately. Interesting. That's because you kept subscribing to the Bank of Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is another yes. um, topic that we'll discuss in a future podcast. So, on that note, I'd like to end this podcast by saying, sometimes, you know what. Maybe we have to educate as well as monetary and everything else. Maybe sometimes it is better to uh, work with our kids early and give them better than what we had. Uh, On that note, like I said, thank you for your time, Bruce. And always defund Ahmad's dreams. (laughs) (laughs) or whoever uh, whatever it may be hold on now that's now it might be uh for a girl to a male listen listen hell stop 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 what i said stop no 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 what i said was in reference to the conversation no it's not about purely correct because it might be from a uh 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 you say a mod, right? It might be Alyssa for uh, the the the, the man. Up a wet dream, could you? Exactly. Yeah. You had a See, conversation in the podcast about a mod. <laughs> no, but that was a, no, that was an no, ending joke no, about the conversation we had about a mod. There's, there's, there's. Thank y'all yeah, for exactly, joining. Please. Thank y'all right. for, for for joining us on this podcast. You know, what I'm saying B and B podcast, experts of nothing. Once again, we're experts of nothing. nothing. Don't right. forget to nothing. share, subscribe, right. comment. 
let them know how we doing. I know we rambled a little bit on this, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're never too young to learn. Yo, on that note, I'm Bruce. Will. G-Man. Brian. We out, people. Peace.